This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 7, the government's announced doctors will be able to prescribe cannabis products to patients from next month. The new rules have been brought in following several high-profile cases. Cannabis activist Clark French says it's a huge step in the right direction. It's going to make a huge difference. First and foremost, it really uh, is brilliant to hear that the government is actually listening to patients. We've been to, we've been saying this for years and years and years and years. Cannabis has helped a lot of people and I think that this news comes as, as a real sense of hope. Russia says it's launching a criminal investigation into the failure of a rocket to launch which forced two astronauts to make an emergency landing. The Russian and American hit the ground in Kazakhstan and are said to be doing well. The Department of Health says the cyber attack on the NHS last year cost the service an estimated £92 million. Its report says 19,000 appointments had to be cancelled as a result of the WannaCry ransomware. Kanye West has declared he loves Donald Trump during a bizarre White House meeting. The president appeared almost speechless as the rapper spoke at speed for nearly 10 minutes. He rattled through issues like jobs and gun crime. All the time he was wearing a red cap bearing Mr Trump's Make America Great Again slogan. It was something about when I put this hat on, it made me feel like Superman. You made a Superman. That was That's my favourite superhero. And you made a Superman cape. In sports, Scotland are aiming to record back-to-back wins in the Nations League tonight. They kick off in the next hour away to Israel. Meanwhile, Wales have a high-profile friendly. Their match with Spain is their first to be staged at Cardiff's Millennium Stadium for seven years. And the organisers of the Scottish Football Hall of Fame have withdrawn a nomination for Paul Gascoigne. The former Rangers star was due to be inducted at a dinner later this month, but it's been scrapped with concerns over his health being cited. That's the latest. I'm Kim. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport. With seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. 
Yeah, time to head into deep South London. We're talking all things Crystal Palace tonight. It is, of course, your Crystal Palace fan show with Back of the Nest. Good evening. My name is Aaron Paul. Joining me this evening is DR Kernaz, the fresher that didn't get fresh during freshers. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, what can I say? I was a bit unlucky. Like there Unlucky? Was fire, there was a fire in the dorm. Look, I'm, look, ben I'm Teke's a, been more I, unlucky yeah, than yeah, you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Maybe, nah, I shall be more unlucky than Ben Teke. You're in as... You're yeah, in because about, you're in as about, as about as good... As good... As good form... You're in as about as... You're in as good form as... As... Ben Teke. No. Why? Jordan I. Oh, oh okay, that's nice. a baby. I don't know he's if he's in one. good form. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if <laughs> in he's about in. as much good. Yeah. Good yeah. As, uh, yeah. There's a fire in the door, man. I'm on a waiting list, so what yeah. can I do? It's, mm, not good Back enough. with us this evening. Back once again. Uh, Alex Penge, how are you, pal? Yeah, good, mate. You, you're off from the sub, aren't you? Huh? You're off from the sub on these on the Love Sports show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, always <laughs> super sub. We have Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. That's because we've got, um, we've got uh, uh, a special occasion happening this evening you know of course Crystal Palace going down to Dulwich Hamlet to take on uh, well to take on Dulwich Hamlet in a fundraiser mm. uh, for that club who have suffered absolutely terribly um, you know at the hands of uh, of their, their owners if you like or you know their landlords um, very 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 difficult it is but Crystal Palace heading down there for a fundraiser uh, Chris Hambly is our reporter down there as well pitch side pitch side reporter you made Chris you made Chris a like, like, little reporter for yeah this there's been a goal uh, Aaron yeah we're, we're, we're heading to Tooting and Mitcham tonight um, and we'll have Chris Amblin with us uh, very very shortly indeed it's still there's still tickets available on the go nice. go and pop down go and watch the Eagles um, we've got some strong lineup as well because I've just been tweeted a picture saying Julian Speroni yeah. is in goal for Palestine do you know what nice I'm delighted. We yeah. missed him. Absolutely delighted. <laughs> exactly. He hasn't even been on the bench this season. I can't. I don't. Yeah. I can't remember any games. So yeah, it's 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 fantastic. It's, and it's good for it's it's for a good fundraiser as well. So yeah. It um, made me laugh actually when they announced the team and they were like, "Still no mayor. Where's mayor? Where is he?" So yeah. But are you, but are, you, that team. Are, are you are you sure? You know how you made Chris. Report? Are you sure he's there right now? Because you know he loves to be no, late. No, no, I've, I've 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 <laughs> been sent a picture. Oh, okay, right. he is in the in the ground. He actually just took a picture of Julian Sparney and sent it to me. Oh wow. Yeah, just hero. It's, it's love, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's true love. <laughs> Love's in there. Uh, yeah, Crystal Palace taking on Dulwich Hamlet at Tooting and Mitcham this evening. We'll have constant uh, updates and reports to you. Um, yeah, whenever Chris Hamblin is ready, we'll be uh, we'll be heading over to him. A pretty strong lineup, in fact. Yeah, there is there is Max Mayer in the lineup tonight. Is he? Yeah, yeah, Ma- yeah Max Mayer's in the lineup. Uh, Scott Dan's back from a punch is playing from an injury. Kai Kai, right? Uh, Reed of old. Isn't Wickham starting or is that Martin you? Kelly? No, Wickham's on the bench. That was yesterday. I'm getting confused with yesterday, aren't I? Yeah, Jordan, now you're starting. Yeah, so oh, is he? Yeah, That's a, a strong side. Yeah, that is it? a very strong side. <laughs> it's basically all the players that are not going out to international duty, isn't it? Yeah, so I think it's good. Yeah. Like, normally, you don't Gives have minutes, isn't it? mid-season, yeah. so yeah, it's something good. Um, anyway, we uh, we have Chris Hamblin with us. Let's go to our uh, our brand new roving reporter here on us. But how are you, Hambo? <laughs> oh, marvellous. Yourself? Yeah, all good, all good, pal. Um, you are a new reporter, Dulwich Hamlet versus Palace. What, what's the lowdown so yeah. far? Well, mate, it's exciting. You know, Palace, uh, Palace been quite exciting on the front foot from the very start. We've seen a return of Scott Dan, uh, part of the part of Kelly at centre back. Uh, the only natural unfamiliar name is probably Tyler Mitchell playing at left back. Joel Ward at right back. Jules is in goal, mate. 
Oh, Jules is in goal. Yeah, I saw. I, I absolutely, uh, you, you know my relationship with him. I absolutely love him. So I'm delighted to see him, uh, see him playing. Punch is playing. So is Max Meyer as well. Do you reckon, we'll, you know, Palace will actually grab a goal tonight with Are You Up Front? Oh, almost definitely. I mean, we've gone close twice in the opening few seconds. Are You the ball now? A little tumble there. A bit embarrassing. I was about to say he's about to strike a goal, but it's starting the ball. So that didn't go very well. But um, I think we've got a chance. It's an interesting, looks like a 4 4 2. Again, using the narrow to build it. So you've got five points. John Bain is the second striker in the right. Johnny Williams was sort of on the right hand side of midfield. Punch on the left. Read about screening and Mayer doing what Mayer does. Sounds like an absolutely raucous atmosphere down there as well. I mean, <laughs> what we're talking about numbers-wise. Off the hook, mate. Uh, we've got... I don't know. I mean, I, I'd say there's... I'm going to need Mike because my official crowd estimated. Mike, how many people do you think? 800, Michael's Well, that's a shame. He, he, he must be way off because apparently they'd sold a 1,000 tickets. So uh, <laughs> there must be 200 people locked outside somewhere. Um, but Hambo, we'll, we'll, we'll be back to you this evening. We, we want your review of the T-Bar. So uh, we'll, we'll be back with you at some point this evening. Chris Hamblin down at Tooting and Mitcham for us, uh, where it's Dulwich Hamlet nil, Crystal Palace nil. In a friendly elsewhere, there are some other friendlies taking place this evening. Ooh, in fact, it's not friendly. It's the UEFA Nations League oh, yeah. and Lithuania take on Romania in that clash of the titans. Elsewhere, Faroe Islands versus Azerbaijan is a 7.45 kickoff. Kosovo versus Malta, I hear you say. Ooh. That's right. Big, big fixture. But there's also Poland versus Portugal, Russia versus Sweden and Israel versus Scotland. And there's also a big friendly happening at the Millennium Stadium tonight. Wales versus Spain. We'll have some team news uh, for you a little bit later on. We've barely talked to any Crystal Palace. Let's start by uh, looking back at the defeat against Wolves and, and I've just read it it says going to the game dire weather that's awful yeah I think Mike uh, did the show plan but there's something with Palace that I've I've brought forward is the fact that we never win in the rain and, <laughs> and it was just one of the, before, before the game even started I just you know when I woke up in the morning looked at a weather forecast and I straight away knew it we're not going to win mm. and yeah it was a dire weather um, the atmosphere once again wasn't great and yeah it was a typical Palace Palace performance uh, had majority of the possession but you know going forward uh, you'll say that Wolves had the better chances and you know they scored a goal and we didn't and we ended up losing. Mm. So, yeah, it's a typical Paris game so far this season. I always feel we're never up for it in the rain as well. I've always got, like, vivid memories of a couple of seasons ago when Pardew was in charge of Newcastle and I think they tonked us at home 3 4 nil, and that was a horrible day and the players weren't up for it that day and this Saturday they weren't up for it at all as well. So, like, <laughs> yeah. just, I just, I don't know. Well, we're never up for it. I don't know, I don't know why. Uh, yeah, on the review show, we actually asked our listeners question. I think we've only won two games in the rain yeah, yeah. so far. So, yeah, it's, it's, it is actually something. We never yeah. win in the rain and, yeah, it was just... Um, the atmosphere again you know this is something that the palace board have looked to change with the 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 hf they're coming back Mm. but it's not going to be till next season and there there was actually a tweet today that she was doing the rounds about what those supporters in that block are going to be offered for next season and the talk is they're going to be getting half price season tickets yeah um and they're going to be required to move. So there's no no say in the matter for them. Um, they're going to be moved and moved on to a, a different spot in the stadium where it's, we're available. It took it took Wolves fans 
around 15 minutes after 15 yeah. minutes they'll chant in where's your famous atmosphere yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're correct where is the atmosphere and there's you know i'm not surprised anymore it mm. i don't think it's going to change the season we've had monday night game against liverpool and the atmosphere was the same like yeah. we've had we've tested out on different occasions yeah. and it's not going to change but there's a question that we should ask ourselves should the fans do more as well because there's been you know people uh on social media asking that question because i know the hf aren't there and you know the drums are not there but ideally like us fans can you know step up as well it seems like we're not stepping up to the occasion yeah, I'd when, agree. We should, when we should do so yeah it's, it was disappointing but on the sing section there was a update and um uh, someone i think who sits on blocky yep. they gave it so apparently next season they're going to be offered half price season ticket uh gold membership uh and they'll have no option to stay mm. and there's they're going to have extra lower points added parish which means yeah yeah which means nothing really yeah. they don't they don't really give you much do they so it, it it's a shame it's a shame those season tickets are not being given for yeah, free really no uh, no i think that's a push not for free no, but, but half price is a good deal i think from the club i'm totally for the uh i'm totally for the hf to be put in the middle of the stand but I feel the least the club can do is a, it's only a small chunk of people the least they can do is just to give those in tickets for free next season because it's you could, some of those people have been sitting in their seats since the stand opened you've got to look at it like that and you know if someone said to me you, uh, you're moving your seat and you've you've got no guarantees of sitting in the in a similar spot I'd be I'd be distraught so like I can see logic on that and I feel like the amount of money we make a year, think about that revenue, but especially the extra revenue this season for Premier League revenue, you know, the drop in the ocean it is um, in terms of expense, uh, revenue from, you know, stadium revenue. So I just feel it's a drop in the ocean. The club should just take the hit and give them free season tickets. Let's take a quick pause. We're going to come back and obviously this is going to be an ongoing topic, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. this season as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the where's your famous atmosphere bit, but mm. we're going to go on, we're going to talk about the lineup and Roy's unwillingness to change things again yeah, we yeah, do. i think depressing. hambo's come up yeah. with that that sort of conspiracy theory that he only changes it around his age you know which is around the 70 70 minute mark he waits and waits and waits and waits and waits um but he's also stuck with schlup and macarthur we're going to come back we're going to talk that plus we're going to have more updates from dalich hamlet versus crystal palace this is love sport love sport I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. It's the Brian Moore show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Gray. The most intriguing uh, for me anyway, irrespective of, of the big guns, is Millen Fullwall. So he's Millwall Fullwall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when you see when you see I tell you it was complete was that a spoonerism or not it's quite good that. I like that you made your own Full team wall can you imagine that made Full wall com- of com- yeah. combine the teams half <laughs> yes. of them will be hard as nails the other yeah. one will be posh boys exactly it's the Brian Moore show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport Love Sport the fans show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com predict 7 to net a million yeah we are back on Love Sport with your Crystal Palace fan show courtesy of back of the uh, nest where do we go now do we talk about did you want to pick up on a point yeah, or do I you want to talk about the lineup point. Yeah, I think it's annoying uh, well I'll be annoyed anyway yeah. so the fact that people in Blocky don't ha- can't stay in a position some people actually want to join the singing section and i think is if i was in blocky personally i'll be so annoyed in the fact that the club said 
there's no chance you can stay how come I, mm. I don't understand that proposal and i know some people already uh came out on social media and have been talking about it as well and, and i think in this whole uh what can i call this dramatic like scenario with uh, the singing section yeah, yeah, yeah. i think the club have re- like let me down a bit in that aspect is like yeah but they the should have done it at the beginning of the season because it's basically yeah, th- then they, then those uh those seats would they could have occupied those seats in block uh b in in a you know those, those well it's block b isn't it they, those those seats could have been occupied by the people in block e and so they wouldn't have they would have still stayed in the homesdale still stayed together but i just feel that could have been managed better that way yeah hun- yeah 100 percent. it's yeah. it's not like the club uh, not to play him in it because yeah, it's yeah. just been the way it's being managed uh, yeah. from the start to now it, it hasn't been really good and yeah. the fans actually had to really I think personally I see as a fans forcing the club to make a change because of the social media presence yeah, yeah. and people being angry about it but it's just looking at that and looking at the proposal and like you telling people that they can't stay in I know, it, and, and you have to wait apparently yeah. you have to wait for people uh, for others to renew then if their seats left then they could take it something like oh, that I see. It's a shy, it's it's just, it is, it ma- yeah. yeah yeah it's just so yeah. weird like it's a bit harsh on people in blocky as well i'm yeah, super yeah. excited for this but i find it a bit harsh on uh, people that say in blocky that the fact that they can't stay there and join the singer section even if they you know wanted yeah. to it feels like this season's a bit of a write-off really uh which is a bit sad because obviously it's a write-off already nine games in i think so i had so much positivity at the beginning of the season but the last three four, three to four games we've not been ourselves and it's a bit sad really because this is probably Wilf's last season you know and Wilf is half the reason why I love going to Palace and yeah. and him not being in the side next season ultimately it looks like it's going to be sold next season it's quite sad that we're just going to literally stumble across the you know I think we're going to be safe this season but just the, just about it'd be it won't be as tricky as it's been in past seasons but Saturday was just depressing and you know, I just, it's just unfortunate. I think this season you should consider this as a write-off and look to push on and make next season bigger and better. Yeah, I had very high hopes yeah. this season because yeah. of how we ended last season and how it was yeah. on the Roy. But you look at the games that we've played so far this season yeah. and, you know, we haven't picked up results. We haven't scored at yeah. home yet. It has been a real disappointment. And you look at, I know we're going to talk about our games uh, coming up later on, but majority of them are against top six sides so yeah. it's been a disappointment this season but um another thing that i found disappointing um on saturday, on saturday yeah was um james uh, james mccarthy actually starting is i find it a bit weird because he was really poor against bournemouth he was giving giving away the yeah. ball and the fact that roy started james mccarthy i felt like that sent a negative yeah. message towards other players because Max Meyer, he had. He, I thought he was really good against Bournemouth, and the fact that he dropped Meyer and started Maka, I just didn't. I I don't understand. What about, what about forget Meyer? What about Meyer and Kiate? Yeah, it as should well. have been one of this them. This is least. a player he's yeah. brought in yeah. himself yeah, to yeah. rejuvenate so the squad. We saw last season what it was like. Yeah, surely you go into the summer to try and improve a squad. Yeah. Now what he's done is he's brought in these players and just gone. Nah, really? I'll just stick with, with what I got. Really, with with Kriate, it's a bit different because we changed the formation to a four four two, so yeah, yeah. we can't have the three midfielders of uh, you know Luca, uh, Kriate, and Maya if we wanted to, mm. but we can only have two. So I I, I understand somewhat you know the reason why yeah. we didn't start Kriate, but the fact that he didn't start. Maya and started Maka. It just stuff like that. It just baffles me. Even just wrong. one of them, like even one of Maya, one of Maya or Kiate, because I thought Maya played well against Bournemouth. Um, Kiate when he came on against Newcastle played quite well. 
um, you know, it's just it's one of those things. I think even one of them would have made sense. I, and I just feel like Maka, I don't think Maka can get around the pitch anymore. I mean, it's a bit controversial to say it, but I said this. You know, when, when there was all that debate about Delaney, and Delaney was in the side, and I said, well, you know, I think it's that's him done. And I, that was a bit controversial saying that. I remember uh, our good friend uh, Patrick. Patrick O'Connor um, from New York, I remember he was on the show at the time, and he was like, you're, you're mad, how could you say that Delaney's finished? And then, literally, we know, yeah. a couple of months later, he was done. And I've got a feeling that MacArthur is done. I, I, I know it's a controversial <laughs> thing to say, but I just don't think he can get around the pitch as well as he, as he could, you know, begin the last season and the season before that. Yeah. He's just not as mobile anymore. I think the injuries have taken a toll. I, I don't know if he's done. I think that's... that's it's a bit, I, it's a bit, it, it's it a bit strong, a... but I don't know. I just He's not been the re- his regular self, and he hasn't been his regular self... Even last season, the end of last season, he wasn't fantastic, and I just feel maybe he's on the on the on the down low. He's on he's on the he's on the downward yeah. spiral. Yeah, so some time yeah. off, like sometime on the bench, yeah. or something, it probably yeah. benefit him more than so rather starting yeah. him after he had a poor game. And then another player you look at is Jeffrey Slot. Yeah, I when I when the lineups got released and I looked at the lineups, I somewhat. Um, you know, I understood. So you know, Jeff Jer- yeah, yeah. more defensive, and you know, Wolves got players that's forcing forward. Yeah. But in terms of you know going forward, it doesn't help us. We haven't scored as much as goals, and Jeffrey Slub is not a player who is clinical you know, going forward. Is he effective. good enough for the Premier League? Yes, I think but I think he's got the the, the attributes to be is good, enough for, the good enough for the Premier League. I think. MacArthur was good enough for the Premier League at, at a push. It depends how he does the next couple of games, but he's on the he's on the way. With he's on the periphery. He's on the periphery of. So, so, so but Schlopp and MacArthur together are they good enough for the Premier no, League I as a combination? I, not as a combination. No, then they're not good enough. No, Crystal no, Palace. No, Surely I, I, you they, don't go and spend however much you do on on the wages for Max Mar. I mean, Steve Parrish must be thinking there, looking at Max Mar's wages going everywhere, going. What am I paying for? Yeah, but yeah. With Jeffrey Slup, I think he's a good impact sub. Like, but you don't start Jeffrey Slup, and especially yeah. like, against Wolves. Uh, he's just Roy, Roy. He's just too defensive. He just thinks defensively rather than attacking. And it's cost us this season. We haven't scored mm-hmm. as much as goals. You play Jeffrey Slup there. Of course, we're not going to. Yeah. Sc- we're not going to score much goals. It's just there's there's other options that you could play instead of Jeffrey Slup. And I think that's what's cost us this season. Yeah. Is that the fact that Roy is not willing to take as much as risk, and therefore we're not scoring as much as goals. Well, speak of the devil, Max Meyer has given Crystal Palace the lead Ooh. at Dulwich Hamlet tonight. A uh, great finish from inside the area. Dulwich Hamlet nil, Crystal Palace one. O two. 0870205558 is the number to call Nick Nick is it Nick Gusset Nick Gusset has called in a sniffly Nick Gusset will be speaking to us uh, next on Love Sport The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com Play your way to one million pounds For the fans by the fans Love Sport Radio this is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesmansaid.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesmansaid.com, getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. 
We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit Gamblerware for more details. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit wedoh.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London. Supporting London businesses of all sizes. Are you frustrated by your job and looking for a new opportunity? At SEHBAC, we are currently looking for talented and driven sales consultants to join our award-winning teams in the Southeast. If you have experience selling windows, doors and conservatories, we want to hear from you. With a fantastic range of benefits and full training provided, SEHBAC has the job that's right for you. For more details or to get in touch, visit SEHBAC.com. Love Sport, 558 AM. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to one million pounds. Yeah, since we've brought these beds in, you see some really questionable dancing in the studio. You know that. So, I mean, Lee McQueen uh, was in a. It's not me. It's on, not on Tuesday uh, night. Yeah, DR, it's DR, it's DR don't like, yeah, 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 dance. Queens yeah. of the Stone Age, you know. D- Come on. DR doesn't cut shapes. Do you even know who they are, DR? Too, yeah, yeah, too yeah. young. You're too nah, young. Nah, nah, yeah, I do. I think I do. Do yeah? yeah. They did a ting with Stormzy. They did a ting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. He knows. Then he knows who they are. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, chaps, let's go to the lines. Nick Gusset is on the line. A sniffly Nick Gusset. How are you, Nick? Roger, you alright? I'm alright, I, I, I hear you're not too well. No, but I'm trying to rest up for Saturday, innit? Because yeah, we've got a big walk. Well, there you go. 26 miles. There you what go. What am I doing? Give, uh, give us your that. thoughts, pal. Why is Maya playing today and we're playing Saturday? Pick. <laughs> that's my first thought. Does really know what he's doing anymore. We need a squad, don't we? That's, we've, got, we've got nobody in to back up Binteki, really. The only thing I can hope for is he chucks a youth player in and they do a Wan-Bissaka on us and turn out to be mustard. That might mm, be the only good thing point. that happens out of it. Who is there? Who is there available in the youth to do something like that? Sonny Kai Kai's not an out-and-out forward, is he? No. We, we could do what we did before when Benteke got injured where we played Townsend and Zaha up top and that seems to work a treat. That's the only thing that's pretty but much left. The only reason... The only reason that worked is because they didn't know what they were doing and neither did the defenders. Mm, we've sort of been found out. They've sort of been found out now, us doing that. Yeah. We've tried it. And it's and it's hampering Wolf's game as well. And when we hamper Wolf's game, we hamper our whole game. We're, 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 we're limited to options. Yeah. It's, it's come to that stage where if it's not working, we need to change yeah. it instead of going with the same thing. So I would, I would play Wolf and Andros yeah. up top. Uh, in our next coming games because it'll give something yep, different agree. for defence to think about and there's clearly no one else you can really play right now Bentec mm. is out till um, t- un- at least until the new year so it's not it's not looking good going forward yeah, we threw the dice with um, Sawlot in January and it's just not worked out and I've, I've, I feel like the club have missed the trick a bit with Sawlot and not sending him out on loan maybe for for this season and then maybe flogging him after the loan deal or giving him a chance next season because I don't think he's cut out 
at the moment. I don't think he's mobile enough. I don't think he's ready for for uh, Premier League football. Uh, and and it's a shame really because we're going to see a lot more of him now in the coming coming weeks. And I just don't think he's cut out for it. Nick, uh, what do you make of uh, Conor Wickham? I think he's on the bench today against Dulwich. Let's say he does come back and he is fit. Do you straight away start him? or? Do I don't you... think that'll ever happen. No. <laughs> I really don't think it'll happen. I just think it's going to be one of those things, which is a shame because he's a, he's a cracking player. Um, who knows? If he does get fit, he could be the answer because um, when, he, when he could play, he played. He was a bit um, inconsistent, but yeah. then we can only buy inconsistent players. It's only the top teams that can afford the players that do it week in, week out. Mm. So, you know, that's, that, that's what we're stuck with is, is inconsistency, I think. Yeah, you're right there. Um, he was part of, obviously, let's not forget about Wickham, he was part of that, that cup uh, final team. Um, and, it, and he did a good job, you know, played well against Watford, Played well in parts in that season. It just has too much, too many problems with injuries, and if, you can't rely on him. If, if he, but that's the thing. That's another thing. If he stays fit, I was going to say, um, yeah. you know, he could. He has previously shown that yeah. he, he's he's capable of playing in, yeah. in a Premier League club. But the problem is, he's been out for so long. So it's going to be interesting to see what's actually, yeah. you know, what's the damage done to him. Because for some players, after an injury like that, when they come back, just like Yannick Balassi. It's just they're not at it anymore, so it's going to be interesting to see what actually happens with Conor Wickham. Yes, yeah, so um, Nick, um, who's playing up front against Dulwich today? Uh, Sully Kai Kai is up there, yeah. um, and uh, Jordan Ayew. Yeah, and Nick. Jordan Ayew. See, I, what I do you think? think of, what do you think of Ayew? What do you I, make him I so think, far? I think he did all right on on Saturday against Wolves. He was certainly, certainly put himself about a bit and I'm, I'm just worried that he's being seen as a bit of a scapegoat before we've given him enough chance to actually prove his mettle. But I think he could settle in and he shows willing. It's yeah. not like he's lazy. So he doesn't stand around in the centre circle waiting for things to happen because he's got a slight injury that nobody knows about. So next game against Everton, do you start Jordan Ayew or would you rather go with the Wilf and Andros com- combo up front? I'd work on the IU and Wilf combo up front with Wilf just behind IU or the other way round and and uh, give McArthur on the wing and Townsend on the wing get the crosses in. I, I know what you mean but before when we signed IU that's what I wanted as well but looking at it it just hasn't worked and I've just had enough of us trying out things that don't work I just me personally I wouldn't I would just change it up I'll do whatever it takes for Andros and Wilf up front or mm. put I up front and put Wilf out wide I just don't see Wilf and I working and whereas in theory it should work I, I don't know what it is maybe they haven't played enough games together but yeah it's not working yeah, what, what do you think of the, the players we've got that playing against Dulwich like Johnny Williams Punchin do you think they'll, they'll get a look in if the injury crisis gets worse yeah, if it, if it, I, I know, maybe I know it's only one player really. Maybe punching. I thought punching does a, did a good job at, before he sort of went, you know, off a bit. And you know, he he looked he looked decent when he first came to that side. You know, I think when he got converted into sort of central midfielder, he looked outstanding, didn't he? And then he had some problems yeah. and a few issues. And again, he's struggling to get around the pitches. He's obviously older than he, what he was, and it depends really. I've, I've, I don't think punching's ruled out yet, but. I've I've been, I've been oddly enough impressed with punching in pre-season and mm. what I've seen from him so far, but I just don't see him starting at Palace, no. and it's just going to be one of them cases where if there's injury crisis, then he can probably come in and do a job. Yeah. But 
if it if it does get that worse like in terms of injury crisis then i'll be really worried the fact that yeah. we have to rely on jason punching as a start yeah 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 it will be slightly uh, concerning go on nick yeah um just tell peter i've got to go now because the kids have all come home um tell peter taylor when you talk to him that he was my first hero and i still hate spurs for buying him bless him bless him uh, God bless you Nick thank you very much for, for calling in pal 0208 get well soon as well ahead of that big big walk on Saturday Ian Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport yeah, apparently I'm too old for video games Jamie told me I said I, I bought the new FIFA he went you're a bit old for FIFA that <laughs> <laughs> was an outrageous slur <laughs> I mean, obviously, I have trouble pressing the buttons with my arthritis, <laughs> but, you know, I try and do the best I can. Weekdays from 6.30am. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi, it's Liam from Seven Best Bets. It's International Week. I've got a fourfold for you today. Belgium to beat Switzerland, England to beat Croatia, Finland to beat Estonia, and Slovakia to beat the Czech Republic. A tenner on the fourfold will net you £196 and 42p. Those are the odds with sevenbestbets.com. The odds with seven best bets. Please gamble responsibly. Love Sport, 558 AM. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Yeah, this is Love Sport Radio, and I'm delighted to welcome on uh, former England manager, former Crystal Palace manager, Crystal Palace legend, uh, according to Nick Gussett, uh, Peter Taylor. How are you, Peter? <laughs> Fine, thank you. How are you? Yeah, you very okay? well, thanks. Very well. And you know what? Uh, I don't know if you heard uh, Nick just then. I call and Nick turned around and, and said, can you let Peter Taylor know that he was my first ever hero? And, oh, well, uh, very, it's very nice. I, I look very different now, and I wish I could run around like I used to run around. But uh, <laughs> unfortunately, that's that, that's life. But Te- um, that was nice, nice words. Tell us about the flying winner, winger Peter Taylor. Of course, arrived uh, at Crystal Palace from Southend United in 1973. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it was amazing because I was playing for Southend. I was still in and out the team. I was a local boy at Southend, and. Um, I think if the manager ever decided to change the team, it was always me that got dropped first, and I got a bit fed up with that. And then uh, Malcolm Allison, thankfully, came in for me. Uh, and then when I first time I met Malcolm, he said to me that he tried to sign me six times, and um, four at Man City and two at Palace. So I was delighted that he finally got his man. Uh, yeah. So what was it? What was it like, uh, Peter, to to work under someone like Malcolm Allison? Because obviously, I'm quite young, and but I've only heard the stories, and you know how he's such a flamboyant character and how he sort of changed the face of football especially management uh what was he like to work under and did you learn did you take on any of the things you learned from him into your management career uh, i'm sure i did um and i've got to say for me he was just so different you know i was i was playing at south end under a manager called arthur Rowley, who was fine uh, but then all of a sudden i go to malcolm and we've got 
20,000 people watching us every week at Palace, which was brilliant, mm. unbelievable. I just couldn't believe the, the atmosphere. But all of a sudden, Malcolm plays a back five. And people talk about back five now as if it's new. You know, Malcolm Malcolm done it in the uh, early 70s, you know. Uh, and, you know, he thought of certain things. He, he changed people's diets, you know. And this you're talking about a long, long time ago. And we, we've now got fitness coaches. They, they now eat the right stuff. But Malcolm stopped everybody. At that time, everybody used to have fillet steak for pre-match meal. <laughs> you would never dream of it, about it now. Dream, you know, yeah, Malcolm, <laughs> Malcolm got us onto the cereals and, and fruit and all that. And I say he was well ahead of his time and he wanted to introduce a fitness coach and to help players, uh, you know, become sharper, quicker and all that, you know. And um, so I, I absolutely loved him. He was a little bit, he did enjoy himself. He loved a glass of champagne and he loved the page three model uh, in, the, in, the, <laughs> in the bath at times with the boys and all that. But he was, uh, he was great to play for and the, the one thing I've learned, I think, from him is that I must admit, every time I had a, uh, had the pleasure of having a meeting with him, he made me feel the best player in the world, you know. And um, it was just a little bit of a, a good, you know, positive G that uh, he used to give us. Pete, was there any pressure though? Because look, I mean, you know, a hundred and was it a hundred and ten thousand pounds Malcolm paid for you from from Southend United? That. First and foremost, obviously, 1973. That's a hell of a lot of money. Trevor Francis's million-pound transfer didn't happen for six or so more years. I mean, in yeah. the grand scheme of things, that was a lot of bonds, Crystal Palace, to pay for you. Yeah, no, and, and probably if I thought about it at that time, I probably would have felt pressure, but I'll be honest with you, I didn't. I just went out there. I absolutely loved it. I loved the players that were playing for Malcolm because there's people like Don Rogers, Alan Whittle, Derek Posse, and there's also people like Roy Barry, who was a great captain. He was to me he was a really helpful captain he used to you know help the younger players type of thing and I was new I was new to that that level and I probably needed a little bit of guidance and um, but so I never felt the pressure um, I just thoroughly enjoyed it and um, I must admit it got to me because the first year I was there eventually unfortunately we did get relegated in the first year uh, and I was absolutely I've never felt so terrible and I, I was crying I remember crying and I, I more crying probably for Malcolm than anybody else because I didn't think he deserved to have a relegation so um, so it, it was for me the good memories and, and, and I know in the end I've done well for the team so I was quite pleased with that Hi Peter um, it's Theo here what have you made of Palace so far this season we've only scored five goals um, we've been pretty yep. solid defensively but what have you? What, what's your thoughts on Palace so far this season <laughs> Um, well, one thing I would say is I know, of course, it's a better start than last season. I know it was a, it was a really tricky start last year, and, and that's what the Premier League's about. You know, the Premier League is so tough. You could easily lose 10 matches on the spin. You know, that's how tough the, the Premier League is. Um, I think that looking at the situation this year, uh, A, you've got Roy there with Ray, and who I would say, you know, any anybody that's that's out of work, I'd always go and recommend they go and watch them two work because they'd learn a lot lots from them. Uh, so you're in fantastic hands. Uh, and the, to me, the positive side of it for Palace is that, to me, they are creating chances and they're having a lot more possession than the opposition. Uh, I think the game I've seen anyway uh, so I still think there's plenty more to come um, I know of course you know some of the top players haven't been playing and you know Crystal Palace need all their best squad all the best players available uh, but eventually I think that will happen so I know it's a, a little bit of a trickier time this year uh, but not nowhere near as bad as it was last year so I've got every confidence that uh, they will win enough matches to, uh, to be fine
and also following on um, from obviously Roy was a uh, former England manager himself and you famously took charge of England for uh, you know that all important qualifier against Italy which is actually 21 years to to the to today actually so what yeah, are your blimey. which is obviously the 0-0 <laughs> draw against Italy in Italy you know I, I've got vivid memories of that happening and that was a massive game in, in terms of qualifying for the World Cup but what are your memories of that night um, yeah, I think I think unfortunately you've got that little bit wrong. I only looked after the Italy game uh, for one friendly. The, yeah. the, the, the nil-nil was when Glenn was in charge um, in Rome, uh, and that was uh, I was watching it because I was with the other <laughs> twenty-one the yeah. night before. So, uh, but that was that was an incredible night because we were all desperate to go to the ninety-eight World Cup, of course, mm. and, uh, and we needed a, we needed a draw. And I remember the Italian—I can't remember his name—but the big Italian centre forward had a header in the last seconds, and we all thought, "My God, it's going to go in!" And thankfully, it went wide, and uh, we qualified. So, um, fantastic, uh, fantastic night. And I actually think we had a very good night, uh, ninety-eight World Cup. Uh, unfortunately, we course losing to Argentina, but we only had. 10 men for about you know for about an hour Pete I mean you you went back to manage Crystal Palace in in 2006 obviously under the tenureship of Simon Jordan I mean how disappointed are you obviously having played there for three years you know obviously the Palace fans remember you fondly how disappointed are you that it just didn't work out yeah, very. You know, but but you know, managing is it's you know you you have your good times and you have your disappointing times. And um, you know, I think at Palace it started off well. I was desperate to do well because I've got such affection for the for the team, uh, for the club. Uh, but as I say, it didn't it didn't work out. Whether it was the times, whether it was certain players there. I don't think um, you know. I don't think all of a sudden you're a bad manager if all of a sudden the results don't work out. Uh, it's just really the circumstances at the time, and um, I was always hopeful uh, it was going to work out. Simon uh, probably doesn't fancy me much as as a manager, but I enjoyed my time there. Um, and again, I, I the, the nice thing for me is that I look at the, the support now. And to me, the club's getting stronger and stronger. I think they've got good leadership now. Um, I can see the club improving their season ticket sales. I just think there's a, an unbelievable feeling around the ground when the, when the home games are going on, you know. And um, So I can see Crystal Palace getting stronger and stronger and really pushing on. And um, may, hopefully they stay in the Premier League uh, for plenty of years and they, they eventually will build a, a really good team. But uh, I, I can see the club and, and, the, and the crowd um, attendance is getting stronger and stronger. And uh, just final question, Peter. Um, obviously, Wilf is you know looked up to by lots of Palace fans now as a legend, similar yeah. to yourself. Um, what do you make of of Zaha? And what, what what do you make of him? Do you, do you see similarities in him to yourself? Uh, well, I, 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 I actually do now. Yeah. I didn't two years. I, 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 I didn't two years yeah. ago. When 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 Wilf was playing, yeah. I didn't think he. he did, I didn't think he scored enough, and I didn't think yeah. he thought about getting in the box enough. And when I look at old videos of myself playing, I always used to get in the box. If I, I if the ball was on the opposite side, I always used to get in the box. And and my goal rate was was quite decent for a winger. Uh, I think Wilf is now playing at times up front as well, so that's going to help him get the goals. But the difference with Wilf this. Year, to me, he is definitely having more end product. He's either making more goals now, and he's getting into positions to score more. So I think that his goal record is going to get better. And then, if that's the case, that that's why he's some player, and that's why he's so important to the team. 
What do you make of uh, of, of two fixtures for England, Croatia, and of course uh, a test against Spain? Spain taking on Wales tonight at the Millennium Stadium. Um, what, what do you expect to see from Gareth Southgate's side uh, this time round? You know he's brought in some some new faces. Ben Chilwell's in there. Marcus Bettinelli's back in there as well. Uh, what, what are you looking forward to watching with England? Well, I think that's the that's the nice thing. Uh, exactly what you said there. I think Gareth gives youngsters a chance. He wants to have a look at them, you know, because sometimes they disappoint you, but sometimes they really surprise you. And uh, to me, there's nothing, you know, no harm. It's, you know, they're not World Cup matches. They're not Euro matches, whatever. I know it's the Nations League or whatever it is. Uh, so I think it's a perfect opportunity to give somebody some good experience in a in a in a in a little bit of a competitive game. Uh, and I think it's great. I, I, I think that um, it's nice that I think the young players can, can get that opportunity and they can handle the extra games. It's not doesn't worry them. I think you, you used to get games like this where you played some of the older players and they didn't particularly fancy it and they probably didn't need it. Uh, but I think the youngsters now, I think Gareth is building a real good club spirit for the national team. And uh, the question that's on everyone's lips here at Love Sport HQ, have you brought or taken Junior Lewis over to Dagenham Redbridge yet? <laughs> Well, we can't be doing it. No, no, I don't want to, I don't want to be unkind there. It's a tough, it's a really, really tough season for Dagenham at the minute. Uh, it's a lovely club, I've got to say. The people in it, the supporters are absolutely brilliant. And uh, we are desperate to start getting some points. Uh, we, I don't think we're a million miles away. But, of course, the position we're in is not a good position. And we've got to get our fingers out and start producing as I know they can produce. So, a bit frustrating for us at the minute. But it's a wonderful challenge. And, and uh, it's something that I'm really, really up for. And um, So, uh, we're going to keep trying to get, at least to get fifth from bottom. And then we'll be happy. And then we'll, we'll rebuild for next year. Are we going to see a, uh, a January return for Tim Howard, maybe, to uh, to England? Well, well, I think uh, to be fair to Tim, he plays he plays for my mate's team in Colorado, oh, yeah. uh, Anthony Hudson, and um, so I have a little bit of contact with him through my mate, who's the manager of that, that team, and uh, I think he's looking forward to coming over. When cause I think they've only got about three or four games to go, so I'm sure Tim will be over. And um, yeah, and I think that's that, you know the new owners that we met again last mm. Tuesday. Uh, are terrific. I've got to say, they're good for that. They've got there's something about the club that they, that, that's, that they like, uh, and I think they're going to really be serious about the job, and they're going to help us. Pete, you are an absolute gentleman. Thank you very much for joining us, Palace legend. There, Peter Taylor on Love Sport. The fans show on Love Sport with Seven OTB.com. Predict seven results, win seven figures. It's all in the name. Love Sport Radio. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over a hundred leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. 
We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com. Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. Divorce law proceedings can be frustrating and even seem unfair, especially if you command a high income or you own a business or if you're a man. Men with assets and children depend on their divorce lawyers. It's important to hire a lawyer that has the right skills. Cordell & Cordell works to help men protect their financial assets and the future role they play in their children's lives. Call 0330-6060-161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count on. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. This is Love Sport. Love Sport with 7 OT. B.com. Play your way to one million pounds. Yeah, it is Love Sport Radio, 12 minutes to 8 o'clock across the capital. England under 21's nil, Andorra under 21's nil. They're playing at the Proac Stadium tonight. Anyone guess where that is? Um, uh, Mid- Midlands. Also? Chesterfield. Oh. oh. Where am I right? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Is Wan Bissaka starting? Derbyshire. Uh, I will tell you the teams shortly. Of course, there's yep. plenty of international football going on this evening. Israel taking on Scotland in uh, in the UEFA Nations League. Nil nil. There so far, they've just kicked off in Haifa. Uh, Alan McGregor in goal for Scotland. Kevin McDonald playing in midfield. Uh, Andrew Robertson are playing for Scotland as well as are Johnny Russell and Stephen Naismith. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep you up to date with everything that goes on there. Plus, we'll have your team news as Wales uh, take on Spain this evening. Chaps, you, do you like uh, an international break? Uh, uh, I don't, right, no, I don't I think, mind them. Yeah, you get to see some cool like players from uh, play for other countries and stuff against England and Italy and my other team and uh, other other countries uh, yeah I think it's good especially when yeah. Palace are playing this dreadful so yeah, uh, it makes yeah, a difference yeah, to definitely. have a little Palace free weekend and yeah, yeah. not have an emotional breakdown on Sundays <laughs> yeah. yeah no uh, no Aaron Wan-Bissaka for England under 21s tonight they mm. line up with uh, Henderson Kenny Cook Konza uh, there is uh, Dale Fry as well Carl Walker Peters is at right back Lookman Calvert-Lewin Davis and uh, Ryan Sessegnon as well as well as Phil Foden it's quite a strong yeah, very, very strong very, very side. strong lineup yeah. potential extremely strong yeah. lineup uh, one man who certainly uh, he, he's got a strong lineup with him is uh, is Christopher Hambling how are you, Chris? That's right, mate. I'm good. I'm good. I mean, you kept me waiting quite a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's live radio. It's what it's all about, pal. Yeah, all right. All right. It's been good off, mate. Been good down here. Uh, the range just stops. 
I've had a little bit of a sneaky falafel from the Lebanese uh, little tent. Oof. The Lebanese you know, tent. <laughs> there's, a Lebanese, there's a Lebanese tent here, mate. Gentrification is spreading. Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, but, usually we, we'd start a report off with half-time at... It's Dalit Chamlet, Nil Crystal Palace 2, blah, 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 and going to the, the goals. But yeah, you carry on, Talk about the cuisine. Mate, it's not about that. It's about getting falafel for £7 during the first half. £7? <laughs> <Seven pounds. laughs> How yeah. many Martin Rolls could yeah. you get with that, Chris? £7. Um, pounds. That's new, just, just under the three portions, which we get two per portion. So Ooh. probably five Martin Rolls. I know it's oh. a fundraiser, but jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, how many falafels did you get for that? <laughs> I mean... It's a, it's a big. I have to say it's big. I've I've, I've had to take put a picture in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I you, in a pocket. A of what I haven't eaten. <laughs> yeah, I've had to snaffle it away for later. I'm full at the moment, but uh, we'll see. Anyway, tell anyway, us about the football. So, uh, <laughs> games, football, yes. Uh, um, decent, decent play. You know, Palace obviously not really have to get out of second gear or anything, but Mayer's looked the class above as he has in the Premier League. To be fair to him, and um, early early opportunities sort of wasted a little bit but midway through the half ditch maybe a bit earlier than that found himself in a bit of space lovely little strike from the sort of edge of the area into the top corner nice and easy sort of side foot it was, uh, it was good to see and uh, later on Sully Kaikai who had said it's been a bit quiet just absolutely rocking a, a thunderbolt it was into the top corner from 25 yards or so so uh, loads of other opportunities for Palace um, Couple of couple of big misses uh, that were sort of flushes were saved by the offside trap and all that kind of stuff. But um, for a friendly, we were Mike mm. and I were talking about it. It's been really quite good uh, tempo, quite intense. You know, Dulwich uh, are not here just to have a sort of a laugh and a joke. They're playing properly. Mm. But best moment undoubtedly was the announcement that a car was being towed because it's blocking someone in. <laughs> and, then the, and the Dulwich keeper turned around to the crowd and shouted and screamed that it was his car. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so you have to sort that out later. Oh, Preston Edwards is the Dulwich keeper. That's him. That's him. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, his car just got towed. Smart <laughs> car, apparently. There you go. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know, uh, Hodgson's car was it? Car. No. What was his car that you said he drove? The eight, the eighties type car. Oh, the Skoda. The Skoda. <laughs> yeah. Roy Skoda is still intact. <laughs> I really, really uh, hope Hambo. Hambo, very quickly, we um, we had Peter Taylor on just now. Absolute legend. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. He, he's been a legend wherever he's gone. Um, but, you know, what, what are your memories of him? <laughs> I mean, obviously, I don't remember as a player because I'm so young. But, uh, um, obviously, I've seen the highlights of the player. And, you know, to, to represent England in the when you're a third division player shows you just what special talent he was. And, uh, as a manager, <laughs> didn't go particularly well for him, but an absolute gem. Uh, unfortunately, he started off pretty well, but um, I think it was a difficult period for us where we didn't have a lot of money, and he kind of, you know, the, the football was quite sedate and quite boring, and for a lot of people, you know, it kind of spoiled that that memory of him. But mm. I think now we've now we've managed to consign that to the past. People remember what a great player he was, and um, more important, more importantly, what a great amb- ambassador for Palace has been over the years as well. So, top top man. And I, and I wish it worked out better for him as a manager. Yeah, brilliant stuff, Ambo. Uh, we'll be back to you uh, a little bit later on. Uh, I think in the second half. Uh, I think they're still at half time there. Yeah, uh, but Crystal Palace, two goals up against Dulwich Hamlet. Uh, chaps, Stephen Reid, the lack of Stephen Reid, obviously, that was a big talking point as we came into the season. Um, you know, he, he's been a, a good part, and inte- someone would say an integral part of Roy Hodgson's back, uh, backroom staff. Um, 
Do you miss him? Does Roy miss him? Do Ray Lewington miss that youthful sort of vibe? It's a hard one. It's it's a hard one to, you know, to tell really because when we had Sammy Lee on on sidelines previously he was very vocal and seemed like he had a positive impact so maybe the players are missing someone who you know that could shout on the touchline and tell them what to do because Roy he hasn't been vocal and mm. you know Ray Lewington he's vocal but it's just, it's, it's no like Stephen Reed is who's young and he understands the game probably more and yeah I could I, it's, it is a hard one to tell know. because you never know with coaches nowadays what responsibilities they have but I don't know I, d- I don't know I just I d- how do we know like what he actually does I feel like you can only really judge the manager like I don't understand I remember there was this massive vendetta about 10 years ago around Kevin McDonald do you remember him the assistant manager yeah 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 and like there was this vendetta against him Palace fans and saying oh you know it's all because of McDonald how do we know what McDonald used to do how do you know what Reed does I, do, I completely unless find... you're fully ITK yeah, 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 true. You know, like like that. Was it? What's the what's the West Ham one that they have? Like former it's, employee. He, he's usually right though. Is he? Yeah, okay. Ninety nine percent. Yeah, we we have. Right. Was it Clapham Grand? He's got oh, a good. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah, so many. We have a few, but um, but you, I just, I don't know how you can actually judge that. Really, I feel you can judge a manager definitely because you can judge a manager on results. You can judge a manager on what the players say. You can maybe judge what the players say about Stephen Reid and players like that. But managers like that, sorry, or coaches like that, sorry. But I just feel it's overblown, and I feel we're just nitpicking our little things, and you know, yeah. you could you could say that. Mm. But Ray Lewington, he's a bit, he's a bit. Well, he's well he, respected, isn't yeah, he? He's, he's well respected. A, he's, yeah. he's vocal, and stuff, but maybe it's just one of them things. Uh, we're just, as you said, yeah, we're yeah. just looking at the little things yeah, and yeah. seeing if so. I'd, one part of me says maybe we are missing them, but another part of me says we're looking into it a bit too much. Yeah. And maybe it's just the manager's principles. Managers I mean, who else has he got around him? Who else is part of that coaching setup uh, that you can see maybe is making a difference? Are we looking just, at a situation now with Roy Hodgson and, and Ray Lewington where, you know, it's sort of they've got Louis van Harleitis and Arsene Wengeritis where their, their philosophies and their methods are just too outdated? I think, I think to her. Uh, Ray Lewington is the next person that we should look at because he's the one who's normally vocal and Roy is and he Roy tells him and he he does all the shouting etc so I think Ray Lewington is the one that we should look at and if he if something is going to happen he's most likely to do it by shouting on the touchline Thank you very much. Israel nil, Scotland nil in the UEFA Nations League. We'll have an update from Wales versus Spain next as well. Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. This is Love Sport. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on a spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit wedoh.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising 
advertising in London, supporting London businesses of all sizes. Sometimes you don't have the answers to all of life's questions. But my dilemma can help. What's the best pub for away fans? What restaurant should I go to for a first date? Where's the best place for a city break? My dilemma is the new app where you can ask the really important or fun questions and get the answers you need. Just post your question, present the options, and the other users will help you find the solution to your dilemma. My dilemma: a problem shared is a problem solved. Download for free from the App Store. Hello, I'm Michael Parkinson. The Lost Tablers is the UK's leading youth cricket and disability sports charity and now the official charity partner of Love Sport Radio. The charity's mission is to enhance the lives of disadvantaged and disabled young people through sport. Last year the Lowest Taverners donated over four million quid to help young people of all backgrounds and abilities to get involved with sport. To find out more to see how you can get involved visit lowestaverners.org. Taking antibiotics when you don't need them puts you and your family at risk of a longer and more severe illness. Always take your doctor's advice. Search NHS Antibiotics. Yeah, Wayne Hennessy starts in goal for Wales tonight, but they are already a goal down. Paco Alcacer has grabbed a goal for Spain. It's Wales nil, Spain 1. We'll have an update from all of your... your, your you wait for Nations League games yep. and your friendlies. friendlies yep. Plus more Palace chat after news. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker and on digital radio, this is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at 8, plans to allow doctors to prescribe cannabis products to patients are being welcomed by campaigners. We had to fight the fight we did with the Home, sec- home Office and we, um, you know, we got our fir- the first cannabis-based licence in, in the UK in June, on June the 19th, when the Home Secretary announced this review. He's made a very bold move today and we're, we're chuffed to bits, we're absolutely chuffed to bits. That's Hannah Deacon, who was threatened with legal action after giving her son Alfie cannabis oil to treat his epilepsy. She reckons it means he suffers seizures every month rather than every week. The changes will come into force across the UK from the 1st of November. Russian authorities are trying to work out whether safety regulations have been violated following a failed rocket launch to the International Space Station. Two astronauts are said to be in a good condition after being forced to make an emergency landing. Fashion chain Coast has collapsed into administration, putting 300 jobs at risk. The same fate could be on the cards for Patisserie Valerie as soon as tomorrow, as time runs out to find a rescuer. 
In sport, England manager and former Aston Villa player Gareth Southgate has spoken of his sadness at the death of Sir Doug Ellis. The ex-Villa owner has passed away at the age of 94. He helped bring Southgate to Villa Park from Crystal Palace in 1995. The day I signed, he uh, actually he took me to dinner with Brian Little and then I stayed at his house. Um, rather than I had to travel back to London, he was, um, you know, made me welcome right from the start. Scotland are going for back-to-back wins in the Nations League tonight. They're currently 0-0 away to Israel. It's a friendly for Wales against Spain at Cardiff's Millennium Stadium. The visitors are a goal up. And Kanye West has used swear words during a meeting with Donald Trump at the White House. The rapper's been discussing issues like gang violence with the US president. That's the latest. I'm Kieran Corr. Known originally as the Glaziers, this club are far from fragile. They've been building their nest in Selhurst Park. And the Eagles are ready to swoop in and bring out the claws this season. It's the Crystal Palace Fan Show on Love Sport with seven of the best for your chance to win a million pounds. Yeah, 15 gone at the Millennium Stadium. It's Wales nil, Spain one in uh, in the international friendly this evening. Good evening. This is Love Sport Radio with your Crystal Palace fan show. The chaps from back of the nest are here with me. It is Alex Penge and Dr. Kernos. All right. All right, mate. How's it yeah. going? Not bad, not bad. Um, we've got plenty to talk about this evening. We've been joined by Sean Derry as well. Absolute legend mm. of a guy, Dezza. We've got Hambo uh, down at uh, football. He's currently wrestling with a, a falafel. Yeah, exactly. He's not even watching <laughs> the game. In his pocket. <laughs> He's uh, not even watching a there's game. There's like salad so and sauce wrong there. everywhere. That's the thing. Yeah. It's just it's just oh, messy. It's very, on. very messy. But first start, we're going to be talking about Wilf. What is up oh, with no. Wilfred Zaha? Now, my take on it is he's been over-relied on. There's just too much going on. Do you on reckon now. he's fully fit? Do you reckon he's fully fit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't think it's about his fitness. I just think him and I are up front doesn't work in mm. theory when the season you know when we bought IU I thought that would be brilliant for Wilf you know, um, yeah. Andrews can stay out wide and Wilf can play up front with value but he hasn't worked and he hasn't uh, when it doesn't work of course he's not going to end up scoring goals because you know, yeah. the chemistry's not there so I think that's one major factor and as Aaron said we're relying on him too much this season we've been poor going forward anyway yeah, so yeah. we've only scored five goals and we haven't scored at home this season and our mate our Goals and majority come from Wilf, and Wilf is involved somewhat. You know, either he scored them or he's got an assist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's that's pretty much the downside. So, other players need to step up. Uh, step up. You can't. I know Wilf is our star man. Yeah, and, and other clubs have the star man as well. But other players at the end of the day need to step up because when Wilf goes through a rough patch, as he is right now, we're not. In, we haven't. You know, it's not helping us. We're not yeah, scoring yeah. any goals. So, it, you have to you have to look at other players as well. I think that's impacted Wilf. Yeah. We're asking them 
bit too much from him. Yeah, I do feel we're over-reliant on him sometimes. And I just feel that Hodgson's got to find a system that suits him more than anything. I think you make a system that, that suits Wilf. Wilf is our best player. Wilf is one of the best players in the division, in my opinion. You know, one he's the our match winner. He can, you know, we saw that, you know, last season against some of those games. Out of nowhere, won those games last season. If if Ayo and Wilf don't work mm. together up front, why? why yeah, take out, why, no, take out Ayo. No, no, take out Ayo. Or, or, or move, or move Wilf out. Yeah, yeah, move Wilf out wide. It's just, it's just you know, you look at it and you look at Roy yeah, yeah. and you have to ask some questions. Why? It's just not happening. Yeah. You're not helping our star man. We need yeah. to benefit our star man no, ma- no matter what. And if the style of play we're playing and the formation we're playing and where we're playing him doesn't work for yeah. Wilf, then you have to change it to adapt it to Wilf. But then again, players need to also... It's quite quite funny. I remember up. back in the day with... I don't know, you'd like this, Aaron. Um, back in the day with like Alan Ball when he was in charge of Southampton. Yeah. Uh, on the training pitch, he said, pointed at Letizia and was like, this guy's our best player. <laughs> Give it to him. He's the one who can win games for us, and in a weird way, that's that sort of makes sense for someone like Wilf. You know, Wilf is our best player. The Wilf game has changed. I know, bro. but he's still he's still like you look at the look at like Ronaldo and his pomp. Look at when Messi, you know, a couple of seasons ago when he was on absolute on fire, scoring 50, 60 goals a season. It, the teams are all built around those players, and we need to do the same at Palace. We need to make sure that. Anything we do is built around Wilf. When when Wilf is on the ball, he attracts so many defenders that other players around the pitch are yeah. free. But they're not showing themselves enough, and it's not it's not helping Wilf, yeah. and it's not also helping them. So, as much as you know, Wilf hasn't been playing well. Yeah. Other players, other players, yeah, other players. He's got to do something about Hodgson, it. He's got to do Hodgson that. Yeah. And the players, though, yeah. because Wilf, Wilf always attracts two or three defenders. So yeah. if he attracts two or three defenders, that means someone in midfield or yeah. maybe IU someone will be free and then players need to step up to the plate and yeah, maybe yeah. come closer to Wilf and support him because even la- even against um, Wolves I remember in the first half Ayu had the ball not even Wilf Ayu had the ball and he had to wait his hold up play was brilliantly but he had to wait around 10 to 20 seconds for another player to come and support him but end of the day the Wolves managed to give a foul away but that's disappointing why does Ayu have to wait 10 to 20 there's seconds there's one player that we've been immune to criticising is Townsend I think Towns has got a big say in this as well. It's only since he's got that David Barry song. <laughs> and, and the hair transplant. Ooh, can we talk about her? What one? <laughs> <laughs> what hair transplant? Um, no, but uh, uh, I, you know, I feel like Towns has got to step up as well. Because when Townsend steps up, it frees space for Wilf. I, and, I understand that, yeah. but whenever Wilf plays out wide... Well, this was in the case, but whenever Wilf plays out wide... it damages Townsend because we always give it to Wolf's side and we yeah. don't give it to Townsend's side so I know Townsend yeah I understand your point that he should step up but yeah, then yeah. again that's something that Roy should address as well the fact that switch it up you know Townsend is going to be open there's Wambasaka as well he's good going forward switch it up and don't yeah. always play it with Will because he always attracts so many defenders and the other players around the pitch are yeah. free uh, Sergio Ramos has grabbed a second at the Millennium Stadium. Wales now two goals down at home to Spain in that international friendly. Poland have gone a goal up against Portugal uh, uh, in the UEFA Nations League. That is Group A3. Uh, and it's Piatek with the goal for Poland. Oof. Nil-nil um, between Scotland and Israel this evening. And, uh, well, Serbia 1-0 up away at Montenegro. I remember when they used to be together. 
Yeah, local derby, that <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, that is a local derby. Certainly is. Lithuania nil, Romania won as well in the Nations League. Russia versus Sweden is an 8.45 kickoff uh, this evening. Um, chaps, very quickly, let's go back to that Wilf and Zaha point. You are talking about Andros Townsend. Yep. Why does he um, need to be looked at? He needs to step up. I feel he so he goes missing. Well, last season had a great season, I think. He actually played really well. He's a bit more consistent than he has been in the past. But in order for him to step up and to, you know, because he's always been linked with other teams, I think Leicester have always been interested in him, you know, when they were talking of trying to sell Mares, they were looking at Townsend. And Townsend's always, you always think that Townsend, you know, want, is looking. You know, I feel like he's always thinking, oh, I'm a little bit better than Palace. And if he thinks he's better than Palace, he needs to step up and he needs to do more than, you know, just pop up occasionally in a League Cup game against West Brom. You know, I think he's got the ability. He's got the ability to, he needs to be as being a bit, bit more of a freer role. Because I feel he has got the ability to do that and he's got, his left foot is an absolute wand, isn't it? And so he just, he, I just feel goes missing too often for me. And that does not help Wilf at all. I know what you mean, but it's yeah. not only Andrews Townsend. This season, yeah. you're looking at it, Luca. Where where has he got? Yeah, he, 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 after the World Cup, I don't know what's happened to him. I know he's had issues with Serbia, but yeah, it's not the same player. There's other players as well. Jason McArthur, he hasn't been brilliant. Yeah. There's so many other players, and it's more of a team thing rather than individuals. Yeah, yeah. And er, the, the team needs to step up. The, the the style of football we're playing is it's not benefiting us in any kind of way. No. We have the possession. That's brilliant. Yeah, six seven percent possession, but. What are we doing with that possession? We're not our movement. Our mm. movement going forward is just too. Yeah, uh, you're, there's there's no movement going up, up top, and that's actually on the topic us. of possession. Yeah. Though is is possession actually a good thing? Because we had seventy percent possession on the weekend, and we did not look like we were going to score at any moment. Exactly, so. exactly, and. Looking back, uh, looking at uh, Manchester United and Newcastle, I was watching that game on TV, and United had so much possession, yeah. but there wasn't creating chances. Yeah, yeah. The reason why they did end up scoring so many goals is the fact that the tempo increased with the possession. So you know the the movement increased, and there were players moving in and out and giving something for Newcastle to think about. And that we're not seeing that at Palace. We're just letting Wolves sit back. We just let Wolves sit back, and. You know, do do whatever they want. Yeah. We didn't have defenders to think about other players moving and wherever. We just stayed in our positions, and we need a bit of fluidity in that side. And we haven't seen it in Palace so far. And I think it is the reason why we're not scoring yeah. as much as goals because it's just too easy for defenders to handle Palace right now. I actually preferred us when we were a team that didn't have possession. I actually loved us on the Pulis, where it's like Pulis ball, where you're just sitting back the whole game, and then you break with Wilf and Belassi on the wings. You know, I I prefer that type of football in a weird way, but because it's just it just feels a bit more realistic that we're actually going to beat sides. I know we've progressed and we've moved on from that, but it was in a weird way it was more exciting to watch. And it sounds depressing saying it because I'd rather that than just sideways passes all throughout the game. You know? I, th- I think there's, st- there's an element of stability as well, especially yeah. under Tony Pulis and Roy Hodgson yeah. as well. Uh, we're going to be talking about the fixture list as well and and what needs to change a palace barring the obvious a goal would be nice <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah plenty to come this evening on our sport the fans show on love sport with 7otb.com play your way to one million pounds 558 am love sport love sport I work for RespokesmanSaid.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit RespokesmanSaid.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. 
Mm. But obviously, you've not got kids who don't understand that, and then why would you? Yeah, and it's not exactly. relevant. Yeah. But if he's missing that, and the thing is, he does. They, they only are at that sort of age for a little while, mm. and it's very soon they become manipulative, cynical, horrible <laughs> little people <laughs> who contrive in any way possible with blackmail emotionally, physically, and everything to get whatever they want. They are the the worst sort of or best negotiators in the world because they are totally unscrupulous. <laughs> They're immoral. It's the Brian Mall Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport. 558am Love Sport. Yes, Scotland have taken the lead in the Nations League against Israel. Charlie Mulgrew with a 25th minute penalty uh, for Alex McLeish's side. Wall, uh, Wales, no, I was about to say Walsall. Uh, Wales, no, but they're, 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 they start with WAL and they're playing in red. So they could be Walsall. Wales nil, Spain 2. Uh, just 26 minutes on the clock at the Millennium Stadium. Of course, Russia entertaining Sweden. That kicks off at quarter to nine this evening. Poland won Portugal now. Uh, Montenegro nil Serbia one and Lithuania nil Romania one are the current scores in the Nations League plenty uh, more football to come don't forget uh, England taking on Croatia tomorrow you looking forward to that one? Uh, I'm, I'm, I already said mm. it I think many times before I'm, I've, I've watched Turkey more than England but yeah I'll probably watch it <laughs> I'll probably watch it tomorrow Turkey uh, taking on Bosnia and yeah, Herzegovina right tonight uh, what's the score no, yeah, no. it's still 0-0 no, yeah, no, no. Hey, I'm not I'm what do you, what do you think about that Fernabache stuff then I know it's not the Fernabache fan show but you know <laughs> <laughs> what, oh no, the fact that we're probably going yeah, to get coffee. relegated this season <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't want to talk about it it's like <laughs> football's not for me I know no, it's not for fans. you this season is it Yeah. but looking at the England game tomorrow I think we've got a very young side um It'll be interesting to see, you know, Jaden Sancho. Hopefully, he might get run in, and James Madison. So, Chilwell now as well, because obviously Rose has pulled out. So it looks like Chilwell might start as well. Well, Rose nice. and Shaw as well. Yeah, Luke yeah. Shaw, so. Luke Shaw's the one who's, uh, who's who gave Chilwell the opportunity. Iraq nil, Argentina two. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh. Big friendly that is. Who scored? Big, Who big friendly. And Martinez and Roberto Pereira. Oh, nice. He's quality. Wait, do Argentina still have the same manager? The one that was going crazy. No, they have a new manager. Oh, is it? Okay. They do have a new manager. Argentina. Was it the, was his, uh, the guy who played for West Ham? Is that Scaloni? Did I have him? Lionel Scaloni. Yeah, 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 yeah he's yeah. the one. He's oh, okay, the, the yeah. former fullback. He's played for Deportivo yeah. La Coruña as well. France nil, Iceland nil. Ah, uh, who? In in another Saka friendly plane. Game. Sorry, He's, is Sacco playing? Sacco, I will. I will tell you okay. shortly. I mean, we haven't done a full. It's team quite. News. It's quite interesting. It's, a, it's only a friendly. The that's the yeah. thing. Uh, Sacco is no. He's he's on the bench. Okay, um, okay. It's Varane and Kimpembe, Ooh. the the back two for the French. Um, yeah, with uh, Pavard and Digne as the fullbacks, uh, and Zonzi and Pogba in midfield. Dembele getting a start as well. Musa yep. Dembele um, with Olivier Giroud. Um, yeah, there you go. International football chaps. Let's talk Crystal Palace fixtures. <laughs> it's not going to get easier, is it? I mean, this is. We always talk about it. It's such a cliche. It's a marathon, not a sprint. You got money bags. Everton next Sunday, four o'clock kickoff. 
because you've got to wait and watch uh, everyone around you over the weekend. Then you entertain Arsenal. Then you've got Middlesbrough in the League Cup. Chelsea away. Spurs at home. Manchester United away. You'll get three points there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Burnley at home. Brighton away. West Ham at home. And then, uh, away, sorry, we're, then we're yeah. into December. Yeah. It's like, we're okay. Ju- <laughs> it's not looking good, is it? I, 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 we're just lucky we've got two sides that, you know... Huddersfield and Cardiff are probably a lot worse than us and I think that's the one salvation this season that you've got those two sides in division and obviously Newcastle not playing very, very well at the moment and there's a few other sides who are a bit iffy and I think that's that's our, our saving grace um, I just think Everton's going to be tricky We're ne- I don't think we ever do that great at Goodison Park well, I remember Benteke got that header yeah. uh, that wonder header um, but yeah just looking at the fixtures mm. it's basically the top six <laughs> and we're the ones to blame to be in the situation yeah. in the first place because we had winnable games and we did uh, we didn't take advantage of that and now we're facing uh all these top six sides and it, it this is going to sound a bit weird but it might play an advantage because we've been solid defensively it's going forward mm. so against top six sides you're not going to uh try go attack yeah, and yeah. try to find out so maybe it'll work to our advantage if we're solid in defense and if we can nick a point or two against some of these sides then in the long term it might actually benefit us and it can actually improve the morale of of the guys at um at mm. palace because well everyone have got a few players to come back as well i think mina Gomez a few, and another player had minutes today in a like, closed doors friendly uh, so like and you know, they, they're, they're going strength for strength yeah, aren't they e- Ever- so. Everton's the only winnable game it's such a hard fixture like the, the run of games is so hard yeah. in the league it's Everton and they're not even easy you know that's what I'm saying but it might work as an advantage to us because we've so far this season we've I think we're, we're in top 10 and yeah, yeah. something um, in terms of defensive we've we've conceded around 8 goals in 8, eight or 9 goals so mm. we've been good in that aspect and yeah, yeah. we're probably going to park the bus. And if you do park the bus, then it might actually work to our advantage. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, everyone's slightly concerned about the lack of goals. But when does it become a full-blown crisis? When we're in the when we're in the bottom three at, at, at Christmas time, maybe. I mean, do you that, think that, that's going to happen? Potentially, yeah. I think potentially. But I feel that January, with the right recruits, I think we, we've opened up a loan space on purpose. Because of Loftus Cheek, I think. Yeah, I think uh, that seems like inevitable was going to happen. Steve Parrish um, yeah. spoke to FYP, and Ruben Loftus Cheek is a possibility of yeah. joining us in January. And if 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 the chairman, you know, is suggesting it, then I think there's a there's a massive chance Definitely. we can get him. He hasn't really had a run of games for Chelsea, but if you're looking at the bottom three, I just uh, there's just one spot there. It's Cardiff and Huddersfield that I'm not worried about, but there's just one spot there. Newcastle can change it around, and if they do change it around, then we could be in a mix because it's going to be hard picking up points against these teams, but... Are you lucky, though, that there are th- definitely three worst teams down there? Newcastle, Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I think so this season Cardiff. more than anything, yeah. Cardiff and Huddersfield just look atrocious compared to the other sides of the league. I think there's a gap a massive golfing class between those two the teams outside of the top six and the top six there's your three golfs I think Huddersfield yeah. can't can't score for I understand, anything I understand what you mean but yeah. there is still one spot that we could fall on like Cardiff and Huddersfield, Huddersfield are really bad and you look at the side there mm. isn't really match winners there and no. there's no one that's perfect so 
it's just that Newcastle they could switch up. They've got talent in the side, and if Newcastle do switch up and we do fall, uh, we have a, we have a chance of going into the relegation zone. But it's just one of them things. It's worked to our advantage so far this season, and let's see how well we do against these um, top six sides. Uh, by the way, chaps, uh, Paco Alcacer has got a third for Spain. He's on fire, isn't he? Ryan yeah. is not. I don't think he's enjoying this game at all. What's, no, not, what's going on here? Neither would you. I mean, yeah, exactly. the half an hour in, they're three nil down. Wales nil, Spain three. Paco Alcacer with the goal for uh, for for the Spaniards. On the back of this, though, uh, we're going to be talking to to Palace legend Sean Derry. Really looking forward uh, to having a chat with him. From Adams Park to Wembley, we've got it covered. Love Sport Radio. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesmansaid.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesmansaid.com, getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com. As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. Partnerships can be a wonderful thing, but sometimes good partnerships go bad. Marriage is by far the most important partnership in most people's lives. Everything you own or care about, even children, become a sort of partnership property. Unfortunately, sometimes only one person's vote destroys that partnership. Cordell and Cordell represent men whose partner has cast that vote. Call 0330-606161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. A partner men can count on. Look, 50% off bed sheets and these towels. Why is everything floral? Because she likes flowers. Who? Mum, she's staying with us until her extension's built. Are you joking? I told you last week. You didn't. With up to 70% off big brands, 20 restaurants and a nine-screen cinema, you're guaranteed to get more than you bargained for at London Designer Outlet. Savings for all the family? Hello, LDO. Find us in Wembley Park. See website for details. Savings on RRP. It's only for three months. Love sport. Love sport. With 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Yeah, this is Love Sport Radio, and I'm delighted to welcome on a proper Palace legend, a man who had two spells at this club playing well over 150 games for the Eagles. It is Sean Derry. Sean, how are you, pal? Hi, guys. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Well, very good, thanks. Uh, good to have you good. on. And, uh, I mean, what, what what is it like now? You, you're obviously at the uh, the, the back end of uh, of your career, now into coaching. What's that transition uh, been like for you? Well, I mean, it's nothing like playing. Playing football is the best job in the world. It really is. I think when you come out of it and you realise, you know, just what a, 
fantastic um, job it is. You miss it every day, and I sure did that as soon as I um, finished playing at 35 and going into management. You quickly realise that there's nothing like running around a football pitch for 95 minutes. It's a, it really is. It's a, it's a great job. Is there, is there a difference between working sort of as a manager? Obviously, you've had you know spells at Notts County and Cambridge United, and and you know working with a manager as opposed to being the number one. Of course, of course, you're the first team coach at uh, of Oxford. I mean, what what's the difference? Oh, it's chalk and cheese. There's no job like the manager. That's for sure. Um, you know, obviously, I'm working with Carl Robinson at Oxford, and we, I mean, we've had a pretty horrendous start to the season, which is obviously uh, not ideal. But I think when you're there and you're the manager and you go and take them, the worries home with you. It's um, you know, it lasts all weekend, takes you into Sunday. It affects your life at home, and um, you just want to come in and repair it on a Monday morning. And um, but as a coach, obviously, as much as I'm hurt and saddened by the start. I quickly realised that you know there's somebody sat above me in the chain who's um, who's worrying a lot more than me. And what, what what was it like? Give us some memories of your time, you know, at Palace. Obviously, you were there twice uh, as a player. Um, you know, I know you had a, a close relationship was um, with, with, with Simon Jordan. He was a, a big, big factor in you uh, coming back to the club. But you know, how hard was it to leave the club the first time? You know. And, and, and head to Leeds and then go back to Palace after that? Well, my, the spells I had at Palace were, um, they, they, they were very different. I mean, when I first came to Crystal Palace at 24, I was a, you know, a very much a young player who was, to a certain degree, inexperienced. Um, come from Portsmouth and really wanted that opportunity to go and play in, in the capital. So when, um, you know, when Crystal Palace came calling, I was delighted. I really was. I was absolutely chuffed for that. But I didn't really play well, if I'm honest. You know, I didn't really, um, I didn't really reach my full potential. And I, and I don't think I really reached that until I was older. You know, when I first, you know, when I first came back from, from Leeds United at 29, 30 years old, I kind of knew what the game was about. And I had my most profitable years later on in my career. Mm. And it was at Crystal Palace where I really, you know, settled down in my game. I just loved it. Absolutely loved it there. One of my um, fondest memories, uh, Sean, was uh, obviously Hillsborough, uh, the 2-2 t- the draw, you know, the Hillsborough heroes that we had, oh, you know, with incredible. Darren incredible. Ambrose scoring that, that um, you know, decisive goal to you know, keep us safe. Uh, what are your memories of, of that of that day? Because obviously it was a, it was a Sunday. It was we were on t- on the box, and you know yeah. everyone was quite nervous. You know, I think we, all we needed was a point just to stay up, um, and it was just it was it was tense, wasn't it? Uh, what oh, are your memories that day? Unbelievable. I mean, take you back into the previous week. You know, we'd obviously we, we was fully ingrained in um, administration. You know, the the club was getting stripped. Players were leaving. Um, you know, we, we it got to the point where even the boys who needed strappings for their ankles, you know, we couldn't have strappings if you needed your ankles strapped. You had yeah. to go to Boots <laughs> on Beckenham High Street and buy your own stuff. And I remember travelling up um, on the Saturday, and we actually went up on the train. But there was we, we normally teams go up and they um, cordon off a, a carriage, or you know, you have your own seats, and it was packed full of people going up there. <laughs> And it was a Saturday, and um, the, the, the the train was full, 
and probably 80% of our squad sat on the floor <laughs> going, up, going up to Sheffield. And you just, re- you know, me as a, uh, as a player at that point, as a senior player, as the captain, I, I knew, you know, the gravity yep. of what had took place at Crystal Palace. And I knew that it was a massive game the following day. Thankfully, we had eight or nine guys who really understood, you know, the, just what what was around the corner. Yeah, and obviously Darren Ambrose was massive that season uh, for us. You know, he you know got us out of games, scored quite a lot of goals, and then obviously made his move to Birmingham. What are your memories of him? Because you know he he didn't have that long at Palace, but he's he's seen as a sort of legend like yourself uh, for the club. Uh, you know, only been there for a brief time. What are your memories of him playing with him? I mean, he came obviously, and you know he arrived and. You, you, I was aware of him as, yep. as, as a good player, yep. um, but in terms of his personality on the pitch, he was so brave on the pitch. You know, he, he, as much as he wasn't kind of that big personality in the dressing room, because he, yep. he, he was quite introverted and quiet. And that's you know, we had a lot of big characters: the Paddy McCarthy's, Butterfields, Matty Lawrence's, myself, Alan Lee's. You know, you could name probably ten of them. And uh, and Darren was very much polar, the polar opposite. But what he did have, he had a bravery, and he wanted the ball, and he, you know, he, you just knew that he was in such a rich vein of form that season that if he could get him the ball in the right areas, he would either obviously score, which he did many times, or he'd contribute to an assist or two. To have a player like that at your disposal when you are fighting for your life, mm. you know, it's it's great for the players. Hi, uh, hi, Sean. Um, it was another disappointing defeat for Palace on the weekend. What have you made of Palace so far this season? Well, what I will say is, you know, I've literally, uh, I'm sat in the hotel at the minute and I've just put on the um, Premier League and how tight it is at this moment in time is staggering. It really is. And I just think that, yeah, obviously to to see Crystal Palace sat where they are on the on the back of you know, two or three disappointing results. You know, it's not what every fan wants to see, but, you know, the, the Premier League now, up until probably 11th, you know, 10th or 11th Leicester, you can throw a, you know, you can throw a towel over about 10 teams and you just don't know where they're going to finish up. What I do know is that there's enough quality in Crystal Palace's side, you know, with the, with the Wilfred Zaha factor, which is, standout player I mean he could play for anybody um, yeah, I agree. so to have Wilford there you know as an option is um, is absolutely fantastic I don't think this moment will last I think there'll be um, a push in the in, in the window in January for a, I suppose a recognised goal scorer but up till then you know Palace just need to be in it we just need to be in the you know in the shake up um We've we had Ruben Loftus-Cheek on loan uh, last season from Chelsea, and he was massive for Palace. And we've once again been linked with him uh, um, into getting him from January. Do you think uh, he will be the answer to uh, Palace's struggles so far? Well, I think if you know, if the chairman and the and the football club can can attract Ruben back, I think it would be probably the biggest one of the biggest transfers in January. He was brilliant last year, he really was. I mean, I watched him two or three times live and obviously saw him in the highlights and I just think he's very graceful in the way that he's such a big 
imposing figure on the pitch. Again, talk about bravery. Th- that boy just wants the ball all the time. And um, I just thought that he found a little niche with Roy and, uh, you know, in the coaching squad last year. So to get him back in January would be, would be immense, but I'm sure as they're always, as you know, they're, they're always in the, in, in the, in the windows, I'm sure there'll be three or four or five other clubs wanting Ruben as well. Yeah, and, and one manager, obviously you're now a manager yourself, you've managed a number of clubs now. Um, one manager I feel maybe you've probably learned a lot from is um, Neil Warnock. Um, what, what, have, what, did, what have you learned from you know, your time working under him? Obviously worked with him uh, at Palace and QPR as well. Uh, so what, yeah. are there any things that you've learned from his managerial style that you've sort of helped you in your career? Well, take it back further than that. Neil was my manager at Sheffield United. And what oh, wow. I learned very, very early in my career was not to answer him back. So I remember <laughs> answering him back away at Grimsby. I questioned one of his um, substitutions and he actually um, sold me on the Monday morning to Portsmouth. <laughs> so I knew then that, you know, Neil wasn't one to be messed around with. And the good thing about Neil, he, he, he doesn't hold grudges. Yeah. And as a manager, I think you've got to be able to you know, keep your options open for what's around the corner because you never know when you're going to meet up with players again. And so when I was at Leeds and I got the phone call off Neil to come back to Palace, I just thought it was brilliant because I'd not spoke to him in about five or six years. So our relationship wasn't as close as perhaps people thought it was. It got closer, obviously, through our time at, at Palace and QPR. And he was a massive factor in why I wanted to do this. You know, he was brilliant in terms of he opened the door for me. He used to say to me, come and just come into my office in the afternoon. I've got a really important phone call. I'm going to, you know, speak to an agent or I'm going to speak to a press man. And I, and I want you to know how I can manipulate the situation. And it was such an education for me. You know, as a 31-year-old, 32-year-old, being allowed to sit in the office now and again and hear, you know, a manager with such great experience like Neil go to work, you know, it, it, it taught me a massive lesson. What do you make of his Cardiff side then this season? Obviously, you know, they, they were deemed sort of the strugglers already, you know, that everyone's lining them up as sort of the whipping boys of the Premier League, you know, they, they've made a really, really poor start to the season. Um, you know, Neil is a manager who I don't think he's completed a Premier League season as a manager. Do you see him completing this one? Well, I think it would be um, incredibly harsh if he doesn't, purely on the basis that in terms of the funds that have been available, made available to, to Cardiff and to Neil Warnock, they probably sat there as the um, lowest spenders. You could probably highlight 10, probably 12 championship clubs who have got bigger budgets than Cardiff. So to go and dispose of a manager on the basis that he's struggling in the Premier League when you've only got them resources would be, would be pretty evil, wouldn't it? I just feel that, you know, he recognises and he knows he's going to be in a struggling team. And I think when you know that, I'm sure it can get pretty dispiriting for a manager and for a group of players. I mean, as a player, you want competition and you want good players coming into the football club. And I'm not saying that they haven't spent money, but they've probably spent money to act as a Euro club over the next two or three years. So whether you, you know, whether Neil and Cardiff sit on the basement of the Premier League, mm. well, if they do, 
then they'll finish where the funds allow them to finish on on the financial table. Yeah, I think that's quite an interesting point there, Sean, because if you look at Burnley, Burnley were a side that sort of did that, didn't they? The first season they were in the Premier League, they didn't really spend much money. Second season, you know, they uh, they, they got promoted um, back into the Premier League, and then 13 is where they actually spent their money, and they've sort of saw good results from that, you know, got getting into Europe, and I feel they, they've, they've cemented themselves as a Premier League side, so sometimes spending West money London is not the way, is it? Well, West Brom, it, yeah. you know, going back probably 12 years, West Brom done it twice. Yeah, you know, they did. They came up, relegated, done it again, and then suddenly, you know, with the parachute funds that are available and the TV right money, yeah. they then become, you know, a, a, a proper Premier League club for a number of years. And they might have that kind of game plan down in down at Cardiff. You never know. You never know the conversations that are going behind behind closed doors. But what you do know... And what's really important to every Cardiff fan and people who, you know, will understand the Premier League is that you'll know you're in a game with Neil Warnock and any Neil Warnock side that comes home or away, they're going to absolutely give the best. Hi, Sean. Um, quickly going back to Palace, uh, Wilf, he can play, uh, we saw him last season and this season as well, he can play up front and he can play out wide. What do you think is his best position? Well, I mean, what we know is every time... Wolf steps over the white lines. He gives his all for, you know, for for Crystal Palace. And is it? I, in terms of putting a position, a specified role on Wolf, I'm I'm not sure. I don't think he's a, a natural left winger. I don't seem to think that is a you know a natural number nine. He's just such a force in the forward positions that to give him a free role might be, you know, something that you know, the club look at. But I think whilst you, you know, so bereft of centre-forwards with, you know, the, 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 the maximum quality that you need at Premier League level, that's probably why, you, you know, you're looking at Will perhaps pulling on that shirt as a as a number nine. But I don't think that, you know, I, I look at different types of players in the Premier League and I don't see many like Will, Will Saha. Uh, you know, I look at I look at Zaha and I think that is a is is a guy who just needs the freedom of the final third, and if you can give him that, I think he'll give anyone problems. Yeah, he certainly will, Sean. Thank you very much for joining us, pal. You're an absolute gentleman, uh, Palace legend Sean Derry. There with us on Love Sport on the back of this short pause, we're going to come back with some scores from tonight's games in the. Uh, Nations League, the international friendlies, and of course that friendly taking place down at Tooting Mitchum. Ian Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport. Robot brothels just starting up in. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> oh, not this! I had a pound for every time somebody has said that. <laughs> robot brothels. Yeah, in Russia, the first robot brothel has opened. A range of sex dolls boasting realistic, flexible joints and programmed to talk dirty for eighty-two pounds an hour. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know what I feel. I personally would like to think I would never use one. Talking I actually dirty. think talking dirty. Talking dirty. Wonder if they got robot voices. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, you like it, big boy. <laughs> Weekdays from. 6.30am. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. 
The Odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. Hi, it's Liam from 7 Best Bets. It's International Week. I've got a fourfold for you today. Belgium to beat Switzerland, England to beat Croatia, Finland to beat Estonia and Slovakia to beat the Czech Republic. A tenner on the fourfold will net you £196.42. Those are the odds with 7bestbets.com. The Odds with 7 Best Bets. Please gamble responsibly. This is Love Sport. The fans show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Yeah, taking you around some halftime scores. Of course, games happening across the continents uh, this evening. But halftime scores, firstly, uh, in the UEFA Nations League. Lithuania 0, Romania 1, Kosovo 1, Malta 0, Poland 1, Portugal 2, Faroe Islands 0, Azerbaijan 1, Montenegro 0, Serbia 1 and Israel 0. Scotland won. There are some friendlies taking place tonight as well. And Birka Bjarnason of Aston Villa has given Iceland a 1-0 head start against France. France nil, Iceland 1. Bjarnason with the goal on half an hour. It's Iraq nil, Argentina 3. Germain Petzela with the goal for Argentina in the 82nd minute. Of course... And the Principality Stadium is Wales nil, uh, Spain 3, uh, Paco Alcacer and Sergio Ramos with the goals for Spain. And England are playing at the Proac Stadium. It's the UEFA Under-21 Championship qualifiers this evening. England Under-21s 3, Andorra Under-21s nil. Adamola Lookman opened the scoring. Esri Konsa uh, grabbed one there. A double little Charlton thing going who's, on who's there. Who's Konsa? I've never heard of him. He Esri Konsa. Is he good? Yeah, he plays at Brentford now. Ah, good, nice. Good centre-half. Good night. Uh, and Dominic Calvert-Lewin of Everton made it three mm. on half-time. In the game at Tooting and Mitchum, of course, Crystal Palace taking on Dulwich Hamlet. It's Dulwich Hamlet nil. Crystal Palace five. Oh, we could actually score goals. That's that's interesting. Uh-huh. He, Ian Flanagan has just yeah. grabbed uh, a brilliant one. Apparently, uh, James Daly had the fourth. Connor Wickham. He's back. Back in with the goals. Yeah, he's back. He's a header as well. I haven't seen a goal, of course, yeah. but it just reminds me of the walk. Sure, we'll header. get a dodgy video on on Twitter soon. No, we're live streaming. So oh, we're live streaming. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, Palace nice. are live streaming. So hopefully awesome. we'll get highlights. But yeah, that's good. good. One camera angle. Just does, does, does single just, camera <laughs> angle. <laughs> yeah. Love a bit of a single camera <laughs> angle. Um, before we do it, I mean, what to get done in the international break? What what needs to be done before we head into uh, the foolish bit of the show at the end? I think. I think in training, what we need to focus on is going forward, but in a faster pace. It's just we're 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 going forward in walking pace, and it's it's not working, and we're not scoring enough goals. So I know it's going to be more risky, but we have to take risks. We've come we've come to yeah. that stage where you have to take risks and go forward at a faster pace, and I think that's what we need to mainly focus on in training. I'm happy with this friendly, by the way, because instead of the players not playing a game and missing you know just only going training I think it keeps it, it lets Roy see players in action like Conor Wickham and Scott Dan who had yep. injuries and also it gives them you know it keeps them at match fitness so I'm pleased with it but going forward at higher pace I think that's what Roy needs to really focus on in training you know there's not a lot of players actually that have gone out on international duty this, this time so it's quite nice that they're all there involved in this friendly a fair few of them uh, and, and it gives Roy time on the training field to just 
organise a system and, and decide what he wants to do going forward because obviously he perfected the system last season with that, that 4-4-2 that really rigid 4-4-2 that slanted 4-4-2 wasn't it that you were talking about last season on on this show um, so it would be nice to see whether we go back to that or we go for a 4-2-3-1 or you know there, there's the possibilities are endless there's there's we've got various different players who could fit those systems um, so He's just got to decide what his best options are for the future. Yeah, I agree with you there. Hopefully, Conor Wickham, um, he can remain fit. I think yeah. it, it, it will help massively to have another striker there. Of course, we were talking about earlier on the show, we don't know what impact is go- the, the injury is going to have on him, but yep. hopefully he remains fit. And uh, Solid Kaikai scored a goal as well, so it's all looking good so far. But then again, with all due respect, it's Dulwich Hamlet. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, Dulwich Hamlet. There you go. Um, international break. What Palace players are involved? Of course, we know the Hen is involved, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, Sacco. Sacco has joined. Uh, um, there's one player that we know is not involved. Is Luca? Luca's not involved, isn't he? Yeah. So like that, there sort of acts as like a waking, wake up call for him, doesn't it? Because obviously he's had well, an argument with the coach, yeah. and he's not playing very well at the moment. And it's, this is probably his lowest point, I'd say, in his Palace career, uh, Luca. So he's, this is a realization for, that he needs to step up. For some players, it works better. Yeah. I, we don't know how only Luca only Luca knows <laughs> what's how, going on. Yeah, what's going on. So we don't know how we're going to react to it. Uh, how he's going to react to it, but it might work out better for him. You know, just have time off football and just reflect on his game. It might help us a bit. But yeah, um, Patrick Van Aanholt, he's joined. You know, he's joined uh, Netherlands and he's in yep. their squad. Mamadou Sakho, of course, he's on the bench today. So yeah, there's quite a few Palace players, and hopefully. At the end of it, they come back happy because it's been a bit, I don't know how to describe it, a bit It's sad. not been yeah. the nicest start to the season. I'll tell you what we're going to do, just to try and cheer things up. We're hopefully going to, is it forward reviews or previews? Reviews. Uh, okay, we're going to have yeah. some forward reviews and we're going to have your listener questions next. Love Sport with 7OTV.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Giving your team a voice. Love Sport Radio. It's Britain's ultimate race day. Kipco British Champions Day. Ascot Racecourse comes alive as we crown the kings and queens of the turf. Experience six heart-pounding races on Britain's richest ever race day with a chance to win a brand new car. Plus, there's an unmissable after-party headlined by Ella Eyre and Jax Jones. Kipco British Champions Day, Saturday, October the 20th. Tickets are selling fast from just £27 plus a £1 booking fee. And kids go free. Get yours at ascot.co.uk. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you 
saving you money. Are you frustrated by your job and looking for a new opportunity? At SEHBAC, we are currently looking for talented and driven sales consultants to join our award-winning teams in Chelmsford and Colchester. If you have experience selling windows, doors and conservatories, we want to hear from you. With a fantastic range of benefits and full training provided, SEHBAC has the job that's right for you. For more details or to get in touch, visit SEHBAC.com. Hello, I'm Michael Parkinson. The Lost Tabloids is the UK's leading youth cricket and disability sports charity, and now the official charity partner of Love Sport Radio. The charity's mission is to enhance the lives of disadvantaged and disabled young people through sport. Last year, the Lost Tabloids donated over four million quid to help young people of all backgrounds and abilities to get involved with sport. To find out more, to see how you can get involved, visit Lois Tabloids. Love Sport. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Love that theme tune. It is, of course, forward review time. And uh, these are post-Wolves, aren't they? Yeah. The post-Wolves reviews. Yeah, they're a bit... Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, there's so many <laughs> beeps, and <son>, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let's go over them. So, first of all... In the voice. Daniel Schilling. <laughs> Gutless, spineless, shocking, and... Beep. Nice. Fair play. Kenkinson. That's five words, hold up. Oh, <laughs> five words. Oh, yeah, you just count. defeated the whole but, point of but the beep words. Is, but the beep is in the word, so it was like right. a mask word. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, George Emmett, boy, looks very old. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. J- Chuck, where are my pills? Fair play. Yeah. Don't know Chuck. <laughs> Kevin. Passing a movement shocking. Mike Deacon. Deacon. That was bloody awful. Wasn't great. Yeah. Colin. We need Benteke back. Sorry, sorry to disappoint you, Colin, but he won't be coming back anytime <laughs> soon. Sandy. Thank God for Wayne. Sandy. Yeah, brilliant name, Sandy. Um Liam. <laughs> Brilliant, oh, yeah. Liam can't score at home. Yeah, same. Can't score at my house as well. It's not going well. <laughs> Dave. I feel like I'm. Come on, one more. Alright. Let me. Yeah, let's go with Dave. Haven't scored at home. And then Victor. No striker. No chance. Simon Pizzy. Hodgson's on thin ice. Mm. Mm. Another question. Yeah, potentially, question potentially. There. And we, we're going to have some listener questions. Let's go to the listener questions, can we? Let's, we've got to change up the theme tune now. Okay, so we've got to get one cassette <laughs> out and one cassette in. All right. Let me go back oh, to the tiger. Oh, the tiger. Beautiful. Yeah, no, 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 no. This is the, this is the theme. Oh, lovely. It's just nice, isn't it? Yeah. It's, just, it's just like your nan's house, yeah, at, you yeah. know, 5.15 on a Sunday tea. afternoon. Yeah. You know? 
Oh, I'll have a mint Do you want another scone? I'll have a mint Viscount. Yeah. Lovely. I have to change, your, change, I have to change my voice back to normality. Right. That. So we've got Let's some listener questions. Let's do this. Yes. Let's listen pick to out questions. some of those listener questions. Okay. You just put me on a spotlight because... I d- it's Aaron. One of the things. But listener questions. So we've got one from... They've all disappeared. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, there was one from Phil. <laughs> Shouldn't you be w- with us watching the Dollar Champion friendly? Yes. Yeah, bit, don't worry, well, we Phil. We did have free tickets we, available. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we sent people. We sent people. But where the mugs are to yeah. come here? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a bit harsh. No, I'm only joking. You're not welcome, man. <laughs> there was other questions. Hey, Aaron, come on. You know we love you. Come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be in here with Aaron. We've got another question well, what about from Chuck. Raffles, you know? We've got another question from Chuck. Yep. Do you think the problem is more from play- poor player performance or poor tactics and management? You can I would say that it's a bit of both, but I think it's more about bad guidance from Hodgson. Yeah. Some of the players are stepping up. We've seen Van Arnott play very well. I even think Saka has been playing well recently. Hennessy stepped up. I think even Juan Bissaka, the back four actually looked good, but I think a few of the other players are not stepping up. Yeah, I think, I think it's more... Leaning, I, th- I think the players play a part, yeah. but I think leaning more towards the management. Yeah, definitely. Like late substitutions and yep. being stubborn, keeping yep. the same tactics. So yeah, I think uh, I go with, uh, poor tactics and management in that one. We've got another question from Jack. Now is it time to drop Ayo and play Will Fernandes up front? I know we talked about this we before, about this too. but go again. Let me let's have your. I feel I, I'd say so. Yeah, I feel it's worth giving it another go, and it's worth looking at Ayo as an option off the bench, maybe as an impact sub. And try something different. What, what if Will Fernandes doesn't work? We're running out. Oh. So what, what, what do we do? Do you, do you start solo or do you go back to IU and oh. hope for the best? It's tricky. Isn't it? Our options are quite limited, but there are some other players in the squad that could have a chance. You could look at packing the midfield of Kiarte, put him in, in him in there, um, maybe maybe making something like a Wilf as a. Uh, Very, very very quickly um, Keith Madge Diamond has said Hi team, happy Thursday Uh, Love sport equals day Yeah it is Not heard too much Palace stuff today But I think Benny has had an op Who's Benteke? Oh yeah, Yeah. he has yet Exactly, that's Out till January? Yeah, ideally you'd have put uh, Benteke there If Will Fernandes didn't work out or something But now we're missing out Benteke I mean, Keith has said Think we've noticed recently how much he does in the team Now he has gone Would you agree with that? Uh, I disagree. I, I, I feel that the ship sailed on Benteke, but he would be another option and he will free up someone like Wilf. If, so if, that's why I think he'd I, be necessary I feel like, now. I feel like we haven't played to his, uh, uh, like his advantage. I yeah. think some of the football we've been playing, it doesn't really suit yeah. him. But lately, in, we've, we've played 4 3 3 and we've had wide plays, Wilf yeah. going out wide. Maybe if we had Benteke there and you know Wilf and Andrews whipping him balls in a box, it yeah. might actually work that worked out better for him so you could argue that having Benteke you know we're missing Benteke in the style of football we've been playing lately maybe uh, let's bring Chris Hamblin in I mean this is his theme tune as well so uh, <laughs> Hambo his ear Hambo. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, do- we're doing listener questions pal and there has actually yeah. been a question in from uh, John Shuttlewood do you know Shuts? Shots, I'm aware of his presence on Facebook, yeah. I mean, he's he's sent in a message saying, good luck with the walk, Chris, and everybody. Will you be stopping off en route from McDonald's Limited Swiss Stack? <laughs> Carry and add some <laughs> mushrooms to it, and you'll have a mushroom double Swiss. I think, unfortunately, if, if I were to bring mushrooms with me on the walk, they would be a different type of mushroom. <laughs> I could turn the walk, turn the walk very interesting. A post-nine o'clock mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly right, yeah. 
Yeah, but you know, might make the last ten miles or so exciting. So I'll, I'll think about that. Oh, Cheers, how, how, how was it today? Yeah, yeah how, how, how was yeah. it down there? It's great. We scored more goals today than we've seen in the Premier League all season. So that's <laughs> um, absolute screamer from Kean Flanagan, real beauty. Connor Wickham looked a little off the pace in terms of you know running about, but good quality when it came to it. Lovely header from the corner. Uh, great, great shot and save for tapping from James Daly. So three second half goals. Despite all the changes, you got Mayo was the superstar in the first half, and you got to say probably Wickham and, and Kai Kai were the standout players in the second. But really, really enjoyed it. I think everyone, everyone did. It was nice to get away from the pressure of the league and come to a to a great non-league. Oh, <laughs> are, you still, are you still there, Hambo? Without credit. <laughs> Quiet, oh no, he, he is still there. He is still there. Um, Hambo, very, very quickly, Linda Drew has yeah. sent her best wishes for Saturday, saying good luck to everyone oh. on Saturday, including my husband Mark for the Palace Foundation Marathon Walk. Have you got your? Uh, have you got your trainers ready? Your Velcro clocks, <laughs> ones ready. Your orthopedics. <laughs> I have, I have. They've got little lights on the back as well. Awesome. Oh, um, oh. So, mate, I'm all sorted. Well, good stuff, Hambo. Best of luck to everyone from uh, Back of the Nest uh, uh, on this walk. Are you doing it? Yeah, yeah. You nervous? Um, yeah, yeah, I haven't really trained. Be nervous. <laughs> that chaps, thank you very much. Brilliant show, as ever. to net a million. Love Sport, 558am. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on the spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. 7bestbets.com If you are looking for good odds with a simple-to-use app, visit 7bestbets.com As a new customer, you will receive great welcome offers. We cover all sports, as well as an online casino and full range of virtual sports. If that's not enough, regular customers benefit from loyalty bonuses too. 7bestbets.com Please gamble responsibly. Visit GamblerWare for more details. If you're in business, I bet you hate wasting money. We Do Taxi Tops can help you achieve minimum wastage on your advertising costs and maximum exposure. Our revolutionary taxi tops can target your potential customers in the right place at the right time. So your message has the greatest potential for making an impact. We Do Taxi Tops. Visit WEDOOH.com. We Do. The smarter, quicker way of advertising in London. Supporting London businesses of all sizes. Divorce law proceedings can be frustrating and even seem unfair, especially if you command a high income or you own a business or if you're a man. Men with assets and children depend on their divorce lawyers. It's important to hire a lawyer that has the right skills. Cordell & Cordell works to help men protect their financial assets and the future role they play in their children's lives. Call 0330 6060 161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. 
a partner men can count on. Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio bringing you a Charlton Athletic fan show next. Plenty to talk about, including a record-breaking win and a hat-trick for another one of the club's debutants. It's Love Sport Radio with your Charlton Athletic fan show next. On fine. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.